In a world full of prescription drugs for healing and living reactive lives, Fit to Succeed podcast is here to encourage, educate, and empower you to make decisions for the longevity of your life. Hi, I'm Natalie Jean, a mom to four boys, a wife to a SWAT sniper, gym owner and fitness coach, and a huge advocate for establishing healthy habits that are sustainable so you can achieve success, fitness related or not. Here we talk about physical health as well as mental and spiritual health. It's a place where you discover what success means to you and where your health is a major contributing factor. Get ready to be inspired. It starts right now. Hey guys, welcome back to Fit to Succeed podcast. Um, Natalie Jean here. I'm super excited for today's guest. Uh, My friend Liz, who um, like many of my guests, I've never met in person, but uh, we met through a social app, uh, which nowadays is totally normal, but I'm excited to hear her story. So Liz, welcome to our podcast. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here and just eager to learn a little bit about you through this too. So <laughs> I know it's, uh, we were like talking and it's just literally like sitting at a coffee shop, talking with someone who's kind of a total stranger, but like you're a really good friend at the same time. <laughs> exactly. You have this weird connection, you know, you just hit it off. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny how you can kind of sense that, um, even just over social, but uh, tell us just a little bit about who you are, you know, your interests, your hobbies. Tell us who Liz is before we really get into your story. Okay. Well, I am 42. I'm a mom of two. I have a 13 year old son and an 11 year old daughter. I live in Connecticut and I work from home as well as being a mom. And I do freelance modeling when I can. Um, my first priority are my kids. Uh, some hobbies I have, I like to bake. Um, I think you might have seen this on one of my posts somewhere. But I can't really bake. I think I can bake. Um, <laughs> big Disney fan, love Starbucks, love ice cream, and reading. I like to read. So that's just a little bit about me. Awesome. I'm excited that you said Disney. I might have to hit you up after this because we are planning a Disney trip for um, really only the second time, like in my life and then in my kids. So we'll maybe talk about that. Yeah, after this. let's do it for real. We're going in yeah. April. So, oh my gosh, that's so fun. Um, yeah. Well, cool. So um, let's just dive into your story. So you had mentioned, you know, freelance modeling, and that's mm-hmm. kind of, I know where your story starts and, and kind of intertwines. So tell us just, um, you know, where, from wherever you want to begin, uh, your story and we'll just sure. go from there. Okay. So when I was 16, you know, I was really trying to find myself I'm five eleven. I think I was probably five eleven back then. And people are like, okay, well, you really have two options. You can play sports like volleyball or basketball, or you can go into modeling. And I wasn't really that athletic, kind of clumsy. So it's like, well, let's try this modeling thing out. So I I stumbled upon that too, though. You know, I was out with my friends um, at a food fair in Hartford and a local agency came up to me and said, hey, would you be interested in modeling? I'm like, well, actually, yeah. So that's kind of where I started locally with a local agency and never really was signed with them, kind of just doing, you know, work through them. They didn't officially ever sign me. Um, and then when I was 18, I went to a big modeling conference in Washington, D.C. And models come from all over the country. 
walk on a runway and there's like, not judges, but agencies from all over the world there. Um, London, Milan, New York, like all the big places. So I went to that and I was scouted by boss, like Hugo Boss, right? And they said, you're perfect, but you need to slim down on your hips. In my head, I was like, okay, I really don't really have that much to slim down. What am I going to do? You know, like saw my hips off. But for a young, impressionable mind, right at 18, you're like, I want, this is what I want to do. I got to do it, you know, to fit what they are looking for. And then they were like, we want your body to be like a hanger for the clothing. You're not supposed to have any shape. Your shoulders are supposed to be like the wide part and the clothes are supposed to just go and fall off you, like no shape. So in my head, I'm like I have to be this stick thin person for them. Um, and that's kind of what, you know, got me into an eating disorder. I developed really young age an eating disorder. And then over, you know, help and time and through, you know, my mom, thank goodness for my mom, she got me into therapy and my stepdad, they saved me. So I, you know, kind of recovered from that. And, you know, I don't think people are like, oh, I recover, I recover, I recover. But I don't think people ever really recover from an eating disorder. You know, it's always in the back of your head. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, you got to squash that voice down. It's just you becoming strong and able to do that. So I'm getting on a tangent here about my eating. We'll go back to the modeling. But I just want to say how, you know, at a young and personal age, you know, it's just like formed who I was and my whole outlook. So then I, after, you know, that my eating disorder, I was like, you know what? I got to finish college. Um, I had the option to go to Milan or to stay local. My mom's like, you know what? You can go, but I'm not going with you. And I was like, you know what? I'm not really ready at this time. Finish college. And then, you know, I did the work thing that my husband had kids. But all through this, I was doing freelance modeling on my own, doing jobs that were okay for me. Not where people would tell me, you have to be this. You have to be that. You have to lose weight. Oh, chop your hair, (laughs) which is another funny story. I went to Las Vegas, right? another agency and I had my hair's long now right and then they said well you know what we're doing this photo shoot you have to chop your hair so they chopped my hair it was halfway down my back all the way to my chin I called my mom bawling my eyes I'm like I'm not cut out for this I can't oh my gosh (laughs) so I flew home I mean it looked cute but I was like traumatized so um so I want to stop I want to pause here for just one moment sorry I wanted you're fine I love all you're saying, but I also want people to kind of grasp, um, with the eating disorder. So you said it was around 18 when, with Hugo saying you need to basically cut your hips off. Um, (laughs) at how long, um, I guess, how long do you, what's the eating disorder? Like how long did it impact your life and how long were you, um, working with Hugo and was, was there any relation there that, that, um, eating disorder continued and because of the, that's a uh, really, really good question. So going through that, I realized at a point I was like really sick, almost hospitalized sick. I'm like, I can't be working with somebody that's mentally draining me and causing me to be this way and almost like taking my life, you know, due to this health. So I stopped. I was like, I'm just, my mom basically was like, dude, you have to stop this. So they stepped in and they're like, you need to step back from this industry for a while and um, just, you know, focus on you getting better. Um, I 
it impacted my life. I think it still impacts my life, you know, because I, I think about it. And every time I do, I'm, you always have self-doubt when I'm like, oh, am I this? Am I that? And it's still, but I've grown and learned so much and met so many good people in the industry that I've gotten more confident in myself. So being so young and vulnerable in the industry, that's, that's very scary. And that's why I don't want my daughter going into it at such a young age. I mean, if she does go into it, at least I've been there and I can guide her, but I, I know we're going to talk about this later, but for people starting out, you have to be strong. You have to have a good mind, know who you are as a person, you know, and not just go floating in like, oh, this is so wonderful because they're going to tear you apart like lions. If you go in, I was like a sheep. That's, that's a good analogy, yeah. you know, going into the lions because just being innocent too. And so like trusting in people. So it impacted my life for, for many years. And I'm going to still say it still has, I mean, I have gotten better and I don't have an eating disorder anymore. It was bad for probably three years um, at the time, but yeah, so that's how what was yeah. the other part of the question. And I think <laughs> when you were saying too about, uh, you know, the way that um, they made you have to look a certain way, whether it was the hips or the hair. And I think to me as a young girl, because we're, you know, close in age that looking at magazines too, I always... I knew I didn't look like that. And I knew that like that, that was not a place for me because that, you know, I didn't look anything like what these women yeah. look like. And so yeah. I think for me at a young age, I was like, oh, well, you know, that's, that's not for me to keep moving on. So, yeah. Um, well, see, that's good that you realize that, you know, yeah. um, some people don't, and some people are given false hope. Let me tell you, there are some agencies that just want to take your money and you should never, ever, ever pay an agency money. If they want you, they will pay you to work for, with them and for them. So yeah. that's good. That's good. Uh, that's, that's good advice. So then now you're, um, you know, you're kind of freelancing, you're recovering. How, how did you recover from the eating disorder? You know, when we say quote, air yeah. quotes recover, yeah. but how did you get through that? What was the support like from your parents and, uh, how did you overcome that to then continue on to becoming who you are today? So my mom and my stepdad, stepped in and they had a talk with me and my aunt was there as well. And they're like, we're really scared. You're going to be on your deathbed. You basically are, you know, it was like a wake up call being so sick. And now looking back at pictures, I'm like, Oh my God, I was a walking skeleton, you know? And since having kids, you know, obviously your body changes, but I'm like, how could I ever be like that? You know? Um, so, and so there's, support. I went to therapy, you know, I had a therapist and she helped me a lot work on myself, work on nutrition, healthy eating, because to survive, I was getting by on one apple a day and water. That's all I would have for years. And I don't even know how I did that because now I can't go when apples, not even a snack for me. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like, how did I do that? But like I said, when you want something bad enough and you're that young and you get it in your head, it's like, psh, whatever, you know, everything. Cause you're so smart at that age. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how did I carry on? Like after, well, I met my husband, um, we had a family 
and I started, you know, I was freelancing when they, my kids were um, probably five and three. That's when I had some friends I found um, through doing pageants. And she's like, hey, do you want to come on this TV show and model some clothes? And, and they made me feel good about myself. I wouldn't, like I said before, I wouldn't take jobs that made me feel bad about myself. And that would accept me for me and being a mom and call it mommy modeling I'll model like Chico's clothes or black and white (laughs) or something fun like that you know even rocking bathing suits you like come wear a bathing suit I'm like okay you know so stuff like that and then she's like oh well we're gonna do a magazine shoot and I was like well this is awesome this is my first magazine I was in it's called Gladys magazine and it's a national magazine and we did an editorial shoot and it was so fun and I didn't have to change who I was and they just worked with me and put clothes that look good on me and my hair. So you got to yeah. do stuff that makes you feel good. And then yeah. what else? What do you yeah, well, <laughs> no, I'd want So I'm curious. Yeah. Now you've, so you can kind of see the transformation. Um, and now you're, you know, you're doing, you're taking jobs that, you know, will make you feel confident about yourself. Yeah. Um, talk to us a little bit about now, like today in this world that you're in and that we're all in, yeah. um, and how beauty is defined for you, how you feel that beauty is now being defined, um, or how it's changing in the industry. I'm just curious yeah. to know your thoughts and experience. Okay. So going to backtrack to my college thesis and how I, for real, this is like 20 years ago, I wrote thesis and it was about how the media impacts young women and men because men are really vulnerable too. And they have eating disorders. It's not just women. I have a son, so I have to be careful. Both kids, you know, really impressionable. So back when we were younger, it was Kate Moss basically, right? stick thin like and this and that and then it evolves over time I think beauty trends change you know it's like big boobs big hips big this no hips no this no so right <laughs> it, right now in today's day and age beauty for me is just like everything like I'm gonna say it right now sports illustrated and that's a reason why I'm doing it because they will accept you for you they want you to be you and that's what they're looking for they're looking for a unique beautiful individuals that are different and true to themselves and that can rock them, you know, being who they are. Um, I don't have a typical definition. Oh yeah. Well, blue eyes, blonde hair is beauty. You know, beauty is everything like being confident in yourself and showing it, you know, and just it radiates from inside. You know, you can look at somebody and be like, well, they're so beautiful, but they have a really crappy attitude that will take their you know, that will just take away from oh, yeah. who they are. And if you have an awesome personality and you're confident in yourself, that's going to just like make you 10 times more beautiful than anything. So that's what I try to instill in my daughter too. There's no yeah. one set. Okay. This girl looks like this, but is that real? You know, is just, she have felt it. Like we look at pictures. I'm like, is, you know, cause she's so impressionable and like with TikTok and everything and social media and she's like, oh, well, I have this. I have, I go, no, you don't have this. Show me that girl again. And I was like, that's a filter. That's a filter. So it's really, we have to be very careful and show our kids, you know, pictures are pictures and you can change them so easily. That's not really who people are usually. So that's why I, another reason I like SI, it's just, it's, you be you, you know? Yeah. It's real. And it's real. <laughs> 
I agree with you so much because when you were saying being confident and um, how it comes from the inside out, you know, you can almost see someone, you know, the way that they even walk into like a grocery store, the way that they Mm -hmm. carry themselves, you can just, you can see beauty from the inside out. Right. It's, I feel like, and I've never been in the modeling industry ever in my life, but I've done, you know, like fitness competitions, stuff like that. So, um, but there is something to be said about when someone, a woman or a man walks into a room, no matter what they look like, it's the way that they've carried themselves into that room is like, yeah, it's just this confidence. And you're like, man, like you, you have so much like belief in yourself, you know, who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just, I love that. And I admire that. And I, you know, you and I, we both try to embody that as well. And being in the, and your personality too, and how you treat other people. Mm -hmm. that is so important too. You have to be a nice person and a good person, you know, to be, well, in my eyes, to be considered beautiful, you have to have a good heart. You know, if you have a mean heart, that's just going to take away from the outside. So, yeah. Yeah. And my, what my biggest, like, um, you know, how every year you come up with like a phrase or a word or something like that. And I, I hardly ever do it, but this year I was, uh, it like hit me like smack in the face that, um, my phrase or my mantra this year is be the light. And so my goal with that is to, um, to not only like, obviously, you know, shine the light that I feel I have, but be the light for someone else. When I do see someone that looks like maybe they're having a hard day or something is, you know, helping to instill that light in them. And I think that's, um, just again, being confident in who I am, uh, mm-hmm. to go about my day to think like, I, like, who am I to say that I could, you know, be someone's light, like, you know, but it's, I'm confident to know that I could, I could go up to someone yeah. and just be genuine and ask them genuinely how they are, give them a genuine hug or something, yes. you know? And yep. yeah, absolutely. Um, so tell us a little bit then, um, talking about beauty and confidence, how do you, and you did touch on a little, a little bit, but how do you then, um, expose that to your kids? I know you, like I said, you touched on it a little bit, but how do you do that for your daughter and your son? Well, I let them see me look all different ways. They need to know, yes, it's important to take care of your outer physical appearance because that's how you present yourself to the world. You know, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. You know, sometimes I go out like a slob at the grocery store, (laughs) you know, Um, but if they have an important event or something, I always try to say, you know, you might want to dress a little bit, you know, better than just the hat and that. So, yeah. um, but I also try, you know, they see me looking like a mom, you know, but they can also see me all glammed up and having fun and date night. They've seen me dress up for pageants and my fitness competitions. So, and they just, they see that beauty is all, you know, yes, that's the outer thing, but they also know the inner thing. That's something I really instill is the inner beauty and helping others. Um, and I've seen it and their teachers have both, both of their teachers through over the years have said, you know, that they're good kids, you know? And so I'm like, okay, I'm doing something right. (laughs) Yeah. I love, I go, I love going to parent teacher conferences when the teachers are like, your kid is amazing. I'm like, oh, thank you. (laughs) Like, I question myself all the time. That's funny. Um, well tell us too, then, um, and I, I am the same way with my kids. I have all boys, so I don't have a girl that like 
for number one, I don't have to worry about right a girl and and how um, to really teach her the right way to view beauty, which is yeah. totally like taking it off my my shoulders. But I do have boys, and one of my big goals is to have my boys see a confident and strong female and, you know, so then when they are going out and searching for their soulmate, that they're looking for the inner beauty, um, more so than the outer. So I feel like I have that huge responsibility. You have that. And that's what I do with my son too. I'm like a girl can look nice, but if she doesn't have the heart and treat you kind, then mm -mm. so, you know, you want a strong, confident, kind person first above all. I tell my daughter, you know, you have to be a strong, confident, independent woman. You, you don't need somebody to define you, who you are as a person, you know, because I don't know if it stems back from my parents being divorced and me feeling like I needed control. And that's why I went into and kind of, you know, on top of Hugo Boss with the eating disorder, but I'm like, okay, this is something I control in my life. You know, I can control how I look. So you know, you're the one who controls you and your destiny. So you have to have a strong mind, be confident and just, you know, know who you are as a person. Yeah. Which is probably the answer to the question, you know, what advice (laughs) would you give someone else, another girl, young, old, um, maybe even like other moms that um, might not feel like they're confident enough. What kind of advice would you give a mom, um, today? It's, you are beautiful for first of all being a mom and growing yeah. human inside <laughs> you like that's like a superpower right there so you're just automatically check beautiful in that regard yeah. it's hard to have confidence you know sometimes after becoming a new mom and you're like oh my god my life has gone from this to this and what so i would say you know you have to find time to do something for you you want to get a pedicure, go get a pedicure. You want to go to Starbucks, go get a Starbucks. You know, <laughs> you want to read a book go read a book, take a drive for five minutes, but you need to have time and do something for you. So you don't lose yourself, you know, all through the kids growing up. I didn't want to lose that part of me of modeling because that's part of who I am. And that's what brings me joy. You have to continue when you're a mom to do stuff that brings you joy. So you don't lose yourself. Yes, your mom. Okay, like I said in the beginning, mom is my first job, but I also have a lot of other little jobs that define who I am as a person. So, um, yeah, to be confident, I would just say don't lose yourself. Think yeah. of who you were and who you wanted to be when you were grown up and just remember that. Yeah. And I think too, you know, because you and I met in the Sports Illustrated um, Swim Fluence Network. And yeah. so, as two moms going to achieve, you know, attempting to achieve this goal of being a, um, being into in the magazine for sports mm-hmm. illustrated. I mean, that's like when I talk about when I was younger and seeing girls in magazines and being like, Oh, that's just, um, like that doesn't look like me yeah. where you and I, you know, with sports illustrated, it's so different. It's, it is true beauty from the inside, um, out. And then, so having moms, you know, for us to be an example for other moms, to have confidence, yes. to put ourselves out there, regardless of the end result of yes. being or not, like it's the journey. And you and I met through, through it. We've met other amazing, phenomenal women through it. Mm-hmm. So it's just having like, 
that little seed of a belief in yourself to do something and then just watch that seed grow, you know? Exactly. That you said it perfectly. You have to have, even if it's just like a little something, just believe, you know, and nothing, don't even think of it that nothing will come from it because you will gain something from it. You'll gain a learning experience. You'll gain friends. I've met you. I mean, you're going to meet a lot of awesome people connections. I mean, well, I'm referring to this in specific, you know, but whatever you choose to do, it's not. And if you don't succeed, don't think of it as not succeeding because you did put yourself out there, you know, and the ultimate goal for us. Yeah. Be in the magazine, but they say you have to enjoy the journey to get to the destination. And that's what it's all about, you know? Yep. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, well, Liz, how can people find you if they want to just kind of follow more about what you have to say and your journey and your story, where can people okay. find you? I'm on Instagram at fashionista419. Um, I've had that forever. <laughs> and, um, I'm on Facebook too, but more so Instagram. So like I said, fashionista419 on Instagram. Awesome. Well, we will come find you over there and thank you so much for your time today. I think you have a beautiful story. Um, you have a beautiful family and I'm so excited to, um, just kind of be a more a part of your world through SI. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. My hope is you found some inspiration, motivation, and the tools you needed to implement healthy habits into your life and never underestimate what you are capable of. It would also mean so much if you would subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. Until next time.